Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep, we are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Welcome back to the It's Her Time podcast with Jess and Cody. Hi, Jess. Hello, everybody. I love this. Hey. Yes, and today is going to be so fun because we are going to be talking all about the phenomenon of low motivation and what we can do about it. Because as you and I talk about this all the time, how no one can be Wonder Woman all the time, although we really try hard to be. Um, it's just normal for us to fill periods of low motivation throughout life. But that lack of motivation can just kind of pop up at random times due to excess stress or just in our lives or if we get sick or if there's even fluctuations in our hormonal, you know, a month, you know, like that can definitely throw us for a, a whirl. But luckily hormone balancing products like those that we offer at mixers can really help with those hormones. But what about those, those days that we feel absolutely zero motivation and like it literally makes it impossible for us to feel like we can even crawl out of bed. Have you ever had those kind of days, Jess? <laughs> I no, I never have those never. days. I know Cody. you never. Do. You are superwoman. <laughs> no, you know what I think that you and me joke about slash it's serious is I need like these recharging days where yeah. I like have to reboot and recharge and just kind of like recharge uh, personally for me to like find motivation again to go back and get back at it. And anyway, so I totally relate to that. Yeah. And I can't wait for us to dive into it. Jess and I have come up with all kinds of like reasons why this happens and tips that we can do to kind of overcome all this, get our mojo back, all of that. So, but before we dive into this topic, let's start with our very favorite segment of our podcast, Mixers Girls Say. I love this segment. Like you said, today we're going through our Mixers Girls submissions for unpopular opinions. And I love this because it was a way for people to kind of like put things that they're like embarrassed to admit to people because they think they're going to be in trouble or like everyone's mad at them when they state this opinion. So it was making me laugh reading through these. And I want to hear Cody as we go through these, if you relate to any of these as well. So I know I might get go. in trouble because I probably have quite a few of these unpopular opinions. Let's see. <laughs> we'll see. So first one is I hate Target. And this made me laugh because I feel like this person is probably like, I can't admit this to any of my girlfriends that I actually don't like to go to Target. And I just, I don't know. I love Target, but um, I don't think that everyone has to like it. So that made me laugh. <laughs> me too. I love Target, but I'm not a big shopper. So it's not like the thing I would choose to do with my free time. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I am loving this one. Um, a girl wrote, I'm actually so nervous to even write this. I don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I don't get it. I really don't get why people like Taylor Swift. I, I don't feel like I have an opinion either way. Like I've totally liked her, some of her songs and some of her music. I'm like not, I'm not into pop culture personally. So I'm not like 
seeing tabloids and like seeing things that like celebrities do. So I just feel like then I'm neutral because I don't have an opinion on, you know, celebrities. Yeah, so on her personal or whatever. Yeah, for sure. She's talented. I mean, I got to give yes. it to her. I can't sing. So go girl, you do it. Yeah. Okay. I completely disagree with this person, but I think that's 100% fine. And I am <laughs> always happy to be friends that we don't think that, you know, exactly the same on things. But, um, this girl says that in and out is hot garbage and I disagree. I love in and out. Do you like in and out? I love in and out. So in and out used to only be like in certain States and uh-huh. we, my family, I'd raised my kids in California. We loved in and out. That was like kind of a fun little thing that we would do every once in a while as a family to go out to in and out. And when we moved to Utah, we were like, so excited because we found out that they were going to be opening up an in and out down on the very most Southern part of the state, which was about four hours of driving for us. Mm-hmm. And when it opened down there, we were like, let's go. <laughs> we made a four hour drive just so that we could go to in and out because we like it that much. Well, I can relate to traveling the distance for burgers and I would have done the same. I love a good burger. Um, okay. This girl would hate going out to eat with me because we're the opposite. She says, I hate ordering family style at a restaurant. And Cody, you know this about me. One you of my the- favorite things to do. <laughs> And she's good at it, guys. If you ever get a chance to like go out and have a meal with Jess, it's so fun because she just orders one of everything on the menu and then everybody just passes it around and you get to try a little of everything. And it's so much fun. Like I've never really thought to do it like that other than like at a Chinese restaurant, but with Jess, it's so fun. I love it that you do that. You've opened this whole world up. Here's my thing about it is I think that sometimes people don't like family style because then people just don't order enough food. So then everyone's like, well, I didn't really get enough. To me, it's like the opposite. Family style is like, let's make sure we all for sure have enough. And also it means I get to try a lot of awesome things from this restaurant and not, I don't have to just commit to one thing on the menu. So that's my favorite thing, but it's totally, I respect that girl, her wanting to have her own plate and enjoy her own meal. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween is better than Christmas. That made me laugh. And then someone says, Chick-fil-A sauce is so gross and it gets all the hype. Oh, my kids would probably cry if they heard that. <laughs> These are funny. So funny. Um, Beyonce is overrated. Country music is awful. Um, <laughs> Moulin Rouge is the best movie ever made. And I just am laughing about her probably sitting around at like the family dinner table being like, no, that movie, nothing has come out since that's better. And it's Moulin Rouge. And it's anyway, it's just, I'm envisioning with all these submissions, Cody, I'm like envisioning, envisioning each of these individual women, like in these side conversations with friends and family, like trying to stand their ground on like, no, this is how I feel. And it's making me laugh. So, So um, Someone wrote crumble cookies is a big thumbs down. I love crumble. Not every single cookie, but I do like a bunch of crumble cookies. You know what is also funny? A lot of people have written pumpkin spice is not even good. And then someone wrote (laughs) pumpkin spice. No, thanks. Someone wrote, I hate pumpkin spice season. That makes me laugh because I for sure think that 
pumpkin spices gets all the attention. Like starting September 1st, I yeah. swear it's always like pumpkin. Yeah, Everything I love. Its own season. Like that just is yep. so funny. Yeah. It is. And then I always, um, I'll admit, I love, love, love um, pumpkin spice bread. Mm-hmm. Um, Yep. And then I am, I love this one. I couldn't go without reading it. There were so many funny, unpopular opinions. In fact, we should do more of these for another this podcast episode. There's, yeah. there's thousands of submissions. Um, this last one though, I can't go without saying someone wrote not unpopular for sure, but gotta say Mixus has changed my life. Thank you so much. And we just, love hearing that people are having positive experiences with mixers. And so that is so sweet of her to write that. So that is our Mixers Girl stay for today. And now we can go into our podcast episode um, all about all things motivation. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S. So what does it feel like to be unmotivated? Lack of motivation can look different to different individuals. Some women may be really good at putting on a brave face and exuding happiness. Even when they're not feeling that way inside, Cody, do you relate to this? Mm-hmm. Maybe I've done this too. And others may be accused of laziness because they spend most of their time in bed, like binge watching different TV shows or, you know, finding other things that may seem lazy when they're feeling unmotivated. Um, If you're wondering whether your current behaviors and feelings are related to low motivation or something else, Take a look at this following list and let's see what things can apply to you. And we're also, our biggest thing is that we always like to provide solutions too. And also we like to say, girls, give yourself some grace because life is hard. So lifestyle choices associated with low motivation. um, And if you can relate to any of these, you're likely dealing with a current motivation problem and we're here to fix it. So oversleeping, or the inability to sleep. Um, Cody, I feel like sometimes (laughs) oversleeping can be um, something when it's feeling a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. go and tackle some things that um, you know require motivation. So it's like kind of a way to disappear from what seems really hard that you have to get after. Totally. Um, be like a coping mechanism, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Lack of physical activity. Um, increased time doing sedentary things like napping, browsing social media, or just watching TV and like just trying to kind of zone out from anything you have going on. Um, unhealthy habit development, like eating, um, too many sweets or finding yourself abusing controlled substances. Um, procrastination is a big one. And this can be so damaging um, when we have like huge projects that we need to complete and then we just keep putting it off because we don't have the motivation, but then that can 
um, bring on more like anxious feelings around the project anyway. So we're going to talk through that. And then um, lack of wanting and desiring to set any goals or like plans for your life. And then excessive stress. Um, Generally, those who struggle with motivation deal with a lot of negative thoughts and negative emotions. And these aren't things that we're here to have you women feel ashamed of. If you are um, recognizing any of these habits in your life, but these are things that we can notice and address. And there may be some really great underlying causes for these thoughts and feelings, and we can take some time to solve and find solutions. So if you are you dealing with unaddressed pain from a breakup, have you experienced the loss of a loved one recently? There are many potential underlying causes for lack of motivation in life and relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that we're kind of just recognizing some of these traits because I feel like sometimes we don't always put two and two together that they might be signs that we might be slipping into this little rut. And so, so yeah, so let's talk though. I, I want to talk about what the, some of the reasons are that we might have no motivation because it doesn't just, it's not like a, we make a decision one day and we're like, I'm just going to be, you know, maybe sometimes we have a day where we're like, I'm just going to be a slug today and then that's okay. I'll get back to it. But sometimes we just kind of Mm, just gradually get into this little rut and it's hard to get out of. So, so yeah, so we've talked Mm -hmm. about those, those causes for no motivation, but let's go into some more details. So one of the things that, um, I want Jess and I actually, we kind of went through a list and I want us to kind of go back and forth um, of things that we kind of have noticed are reasons why that people feel less motivated. So Jess, let's talk about the first one that you have on your list. Okay. Okay. So first one that we came up with was you're taking on way too much. So This would look like your schedule is packed full of things you need to do and you're feeling overextended. You may start to feel a lack of motivation creep in and you just kind of feel that like drowning to-do list. Um, This is your body's way of telling you, actually slow down. You're overworking me and eliminate some things from this to-do list because we're not even able to complete anything because it's just overwhelmed and like overstimulation. So listen to your body and do what you can to manage your schedule more wisely. And if you have too many things going on, see what and if you can eliminate anything and give your body some time to relax and recover. And then you'll respond in a less overwhelmed way and actually be more productive with the things that you have to do. Love it. Good, good, good. Okay. One I came up with is lack of commitment because, you know, sometimes we just end up feeling unmotivated because maybe we're feeling pressure to do something that we're not really committed to doing. Um, For example, like if you've made a weight loss goal, I think all of us have made weight loss goals before. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we do great and sometimes we don't, but sometimes it's because we've been pressured either by pressure from family or friends or whatever um, to maybe try to lose weight, which I think that's a no-no, but sometimes it could be even like in um, you know, good fun. Like let's all do this together and not necessarily just like somebody trying to pinpoint it on you. But if you're not motivated to do it, then you won't do it. If you will actually mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to self-sabotage it. Did you know that? It's like, we might not consciously be realizing that, but our brains are amazing and they can either be our biggest like help and strength, or they can actually like 
make it so that we actually self-sabotage and then end up not having to, you know, do what it is that we didn't want to do in the first place. So make sure you really want to like do whatever it is that's before you, um, because that way you'll be able to stay motivated and you will actually reach whatever that goal is. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking about the avoidance of something you don't want to do. Cody, I have 100% done this to myself where it's like, mm-hmm. I know I have something that is required of me, but how long can I push it off and not do it? And I'm just trying to even muster the motivation to tackle like a home reorganization project or like complete a big project, you know, in school or work. Um, but actually, It's because you're trying to avoid a project and this is normal behavior, but there are things you can do to overcome that natural desire to avoid uncomfortable challenges. And we're going to talk about those things later, um, later on in this episode. Yay. Can't wait. Um, Okay. This one I can't go without mentioning because I do think it's really important because there are some mental health considerations that we need to, you know, to think about. So Issues with mental health um, used to be stigmatized. It was like something that we would be embarrassed to ever talk about, but I think it's becoming more and more like accepted and people are realizing it is normal to experience mental health problems at some point in life. Like it's not something that um, probably any of us will escape. There will be times in our lives when we are dealing with some mental health issues. So the important thing to remember is that our mental health is so important and we don't want to ignore it. We want to make sure that we're addressing whatever issues that we need to. Um, so I wanted to you know, bring this up because for those that are dealing with things like suicidal thoughts, um, or if you know that you have clinical depression, it's so important for us to go and get the help that we need. Um, there is so much amazing help that's out there, people that are trained and know. There's also a lot of people out there that can relate. And talking through things is really important because I feel like when we feel like we're not alone, that's like the one of the most healing and comforting things that we can have. Uh, most importantly, just know that mental disorders are nothing to be ashamed of. And that our mental health is just as important as our physical health. I mean, that's what we talk about Mm -hmm. here on this podcast. It's part of it. It's all, it's our whole self. And so it's important that we take care of all aspects of our health. I love that, Cody. Thank you for paying such close attention to that because it's so true. And we definitely don't want anyone to feel, you know, ashamed of themselves or like, yeah, frustrated if they are feeling anxious or depressed. Um, Another thing is self-doubt because sometimes we just avoid taking on projects, whether it's home or work or our personal lives and a relationship, but it's because we're actually doubting our ability to tackle them successfully. Um, If we struggle with feelings of inadequacy or doubt, it's totally normal to feel no motivation at all because you just don't believe that you're going to do it well. So actually, I'm just going to start avoiding it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think remember no successful person ever felt completely confident all the time. Even Oprah Winfrey admits to doubting herself at times and has had to overcome a lot of big failures in her life and in her career. And now look at her. She's become the most incredibly accomplished woman and, uh, For sure, she got through a lot of things, even with self-doubt, by just pressing forward and not giving up on herself. 
<laughs> that's so true. I'm happy you brought that up because I think that's true. I think sometimes we see people at their highest points and we think there's no way I'm there, but I know you and I can, I mean, maybe someday people, some will be like, like even Jess Toulson <laughs> at one point <laughs> felt like she doubted, you know what I mean? I feel like every day we are like, on oh the gosh. daily. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Okay. We, okay. And we just have to do it. It's like, you have to fake it till you make it in a way. And then once you start like putting some of these things in action, that action is what builds self-confidence and kind of gets rid of self-doubt. So I love that. That was so good. true. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Obviously I'm going to talk about this, but no brainer. Cause this is my thing, right? Maybe it's your hormones that are sabotaging you, right? Because have you ever noticed mm-hmm. that you feel extra ultra like motivated at certain times of the month. And then other times of the month, it's like, you can't even really, you'd have no motivation to even exercise or do anything. You just literally want to just sit and like chill and not do anything. Um, so when our energy and emotions and motivation seem to be all over the place, it's definitely, we can think that, you know, we can thank our hormones for that. Um, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about it all the time, our infradian rhythm, there's different times of the month when we can tap into these like energy surges. And then there's times of the month we need to like honor the times that our body's telling us to slow down. And that's fine. It's when it's like crazy. Like when you are having highs and lows and it's on a daily basis, instead of something you could like attribute to the phase of the month you're in, you know, that's something that you need to look at. That could be a sign of hormonal imbalance. And when there is hormonal imbalance, what we will see mostly, unfortunately is not the surges of like energy. Usually it's the Mm -hmm. other side. It's the, I can't get out of bed. I've got that crippling, you know, exhaustion and all of that. So, um, just be aware of that because some of us may be living with a hormonal imbalance that can totally make us feel constantly like unmotivated. And that's when we can seek out some help. Um, and there's some things like we've talked about in several of our episodes of things that we can just do lifestyle wise, but kind of check in with yourself, see what you're doing that you can maybe change as far as nutrition, movement, stress Mm -hmm. reduction, all of that to help naturally support your hormones. And obviously we've got products that, um, mixers that can help support your hormonal system to help kind of balance these hormones for you as well. Thank you for bringing that up, Cody. We're hormone health advocates. And so it has to go in every episode because it's just truly what we stand for. So also, Cody, my last point was, how can you get motivated if you don't even know what you want? (laughs) So true. it's like, if you don't know what you want out of life, it can be hard to even find the reason to get motivated. So after all, you can't work toward a target you don't see. So it's like you need to establish some clear goals before you can get out and conquer the world. And so know what you even want to get out of life and set yourself up to do little things to get there. I love it. Yes, I love it. Okay, well, girls, if any of these underlying causes of no motivation are speaking to you, you know, maybe you can relate to more than one of them even. Um, you might even find yourself identifying with the whole list, which I'm sure there's times in my life when I'm like, yep, 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 all mm-hmm. of that. I want you girls mm-hmm. to know it's okay. Like the sooner that we realize um, why we're feeling so unmotivated or even motivated, then the sooner we can um, get to work to get our drive back for life. Yeah. And I think that something in that list is I, I love that you brought up mental health and we really wanted to take a second and go through like, is having no motivation a symptom of depression? Because we want you to be getting help if that's, you know, the case. So 
having no motivation may be some way more serious than simply being overworked or doubting your abilities to get something done. And in fact, lack of motivation is one of the most common signs of depression. Um, so we think it's really important to realize that depression is a real medical condition and many people do need treatment before they start to feel better. Um, depression can lead to other symptoms besides lack of motivation. So pay attention to if you're feeling anxiety or if you're feeling worthlessness or if you're feeling super irritable or pessimistic. Um, surprisingly, depression is also responsible for many aches and pains that people feel, such as headaches, digestive problems, cramping, and um, you know other physical ailments can be signs of depression. And we just definitely wanted to go through these things so that women, we don't want you to be hard on yourselves if you are lacking motivation. And we want you to know that there may be some signs of depression too. Yeah. And it's definitely something to consider. Um, you know, again, I am always like, take a holistic approach to this. Um, mm-hmm. so many things we can do with lifestyle and everything, but I also don't want people to be like, I, I remember going through a depressed depression. I had, I had a time in my life where it was like, and I have never been depressed before. And I remember like having a dear loved one say, just, just don't be depressed, you know? And I remember thinking, mm-hmm. I don't want to be depressed. Like, I wish there was like a little <laughs> light switch that I could flip on and yeah. off and decide. And so I think sometimes I, I, that was a good learning moment for me in my life to really understand depression a little bit better. Um, from, mm-hmm. a, you know, I think we all have to go through stuff in order to be empathetic. And, um, and so I get that there is definitely things that we can do to like help with depression, um, getting sun exposure, you know, exercising, being around people, all of that, but also, um, not just thinking like, what's wrong with me? I'm doing those things and nothing seems to be helping. There's just times that we need to um, be seeking maybe a little bit more support for that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how there are some types of depression that are just unique actually just to women. Did you know that? So there's Mm -hmm. types of depression that often occur during or after periods of like intense hormonal fluctuations. And, And these are things that like people kind of are like, well, of course, but I think Unfortunately, we don't put two and two together, you know, again, so things like pregnancy, right. Um, especially like during pregnancy, you can have these emotional, like highs and lows, but then of course it's super like common to have, um, depression after you've had the baby or postpartum depression. Um, that's Mm -hmm. a huge one, but even during like people don't talk about this as much, but even think times like during perimenopause, this stage of life Mm -hmm. right before we hit menopause, um, each of these different, like major milestones of a female's like hormonal life can actually be a cause that it puts you into a depressive state or into a depression. And so be aware of like what stage of life that you are in. And maybe during these times of like big transitions, try to do the things that you can to help support your body even more like that. Your body's going to need even more support because it is a normal time for us to have like hormonal fluctuations that can then um, put us into a depression. So I know that there are some women that don't ever want to talk to a therapist because they don't want to be told that there's something wrong with them. I know I've talked to so many women like that, that they just are so, they don't, they already feel bad about themselves. And so they don't want to go and have somebody else tell them that there's something wrong with them. But I want Mm -hmm. to remind people Um, There's lots of people, there's lots of health professionals out there. A therapist is trained to help you, you know, and a therapist's role is like, like a medical doctor's role, right? They are 
primarily concerned with helping you to get better. And then they're going to have tips and tricks and tools that can help you to move forward. Um, so obviously there's good therapists and, and then there's not so good therapists. So you're going to have to find the therapist that actually works best for you. Um, but the best kind that you should be looking for is a therapist that never passes judgment on you. Um, instead, they're going to provide you guys with um, practical coping tools, right? Things that you can like grab hold of and be like, yes, I could implement that into my life. These tools then are going to, you're going to start seeing like immediate like benefit, not like overnight success, but you'll start to feel better immediately through these different periods of time that you're feeling depression or even burnout or things like that. So, and also I just want to say, if you're ever uncomfortable meeting with the therapist in person, try online therapy. This is like something that has grown just over the last couple of years and it's incredible. And it actually is um, a lot more affordable for people that also maybe are like, maybe cost is the, you know, um, is what's maybe hold up. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. their hold up or whatever. So, so yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of good options that are out there. You're right. There's just so many additional resources in this day and age that, um, yeah, make it more affordable and more realistic for people to seek help. Um, so I want to take a second because I want to talk about how can we be kind to ourselves and others in times of low motivation? Um, I think it's easy to come down hard on yourself or others when they're unable to meet your work and life goals due to a lack of motivation. It can like be personally frustrating. So, um, but in times when you want to say an unkind word, be kind to yourself instead, like slow it down, give yourself a moment to think of something kind and something that you are doing well. So maybe your brain and body actually need to take a break and can use some TLC instead of going at such a fast pace all the time, which makes you feel like you're then being hard on yourself because you can't keep up. So when others are having problems with motivation, we should also resist the urge to just be stern and push too hard. Instead, we should listen and try to help the person figure out the underlying cause of his or her lack of motivation. Um, if it's due to being overworked or underrested, we should encourage them to take some time to take care of themselves and get back at it when they're physically and mentally rejuvenated. And no one can keep up with the Energizer Bunny if their energy levels are depleted. And Cody, I think it's so great for us to mention that uh, we do need to be kind to ourselves and others as we experience like different frequencies of motivation at different times. Um, you know, maybe we're in a moment of like, I'm just getting after things, I'm crushing it, I'm just doing all, I'm accomplishing all these goals. We have a friend that's actually really struggling. We need to remember to be patient and not make people feel guilty. Like that's not their moment of like, they're not personally feeling super motivated. Um, And so let's remember that even though we're crushing it, we're going to help this friend that maybe is struggling at at this time too, um, with, you know, a different lack of motivation. Absolutely. I agree so hard, wholeheartedly with that. So important. It's, I think too many times we kind of expect that everybody around us should be, we should be meeting at the same energy level. And that's just not always going to be the case. Um, and if we do have a friend that's kind of struggling at you know the moment, or maybe we're that person that's struggling, um, I think it's important as a good friend that you don't give up on them. 
Don't just be mm-hmm. like, okay. Cause I think that's a selfish thing to do. If they're like, oh, they're just so hard to be around and they're just like no fun anymore. Um, it's okay. Give them extra love. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to be sucked in or to that necessarily. Cause I know that sometimes it's hard when you feel like you're being, um, affected by their energy, your own personal energy can suffer. Um, but it use some of that. It's like use some of your juice, you know, to like fill their mm-hmm. tank a little bit, um, just a little bit, if you can, you know, and it's something that goes a long way and it, it down the road, they're going to get, they're going to get their motivation and they're going to start feeling like themselves again. Um, and they're going to be so grateful that you were that kind of friend that stuck it out with them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, like we always like to do, like, we're going to give you guys some action steps, things that you can really do to help regain your motivation because, you know, we all, we all know, we all have felt times that we felt a little bit defeated. Um, and so really what, we are about to is like positive mindset, right? And how important it is for us to, to think our way around some of these um, negative thought processes and things. So, so every successful person, like Jess was said, or talked about with Oprah, you know, has probably dealt with anxiety and lack of enthusiasm before, but the key is to work at it until you're, you get your drive back. So instead of just giving up and thinking, this is where you're stuck forever, put some things into action. And, and I always love to say action actually equals confidence. And so it's it's important. Even just the tiniest little step forward um, will add up over time. So it's really important because we know, and we've actually talked about it on our um, podcast. So you could go back and listen to a couple of our episodes where we talk about just how it's possible to actually rewire the neurotransmitters in our brain. And we can actually, like, if you're not a naturally positive person, you can't actually teach yourself to think more positively. Um, So when it comes to boosting motivation levels, what I like to teach is that it's important for us to use both intrinsic and extrinsic motivation methods. And I'll talk a little bit about what that means. So extrinsic um, motivation occurs when we're motivated to do something because we're going to earn a reward. Okay. That's like that mm-hmm. external like validation. Okay. Intrinsic motivation is when we do something because we find the behavior or like the activity itself we love it. And if it feels rewarding in and of itself. Um, and so it's important to kind of see like what your motivation style. So um, I wanted you to talk about that because I know we have, we've kind of talked about how to figure out what your motivation style is. Well, yeah, I think that first of all, everyone has to just take the second and learn and analyze what is my personal motivation style. So I think you, you can most effectively most effectively help yourself if you know that you appreciate intrinsic or extrinsic motivation. Um, And then work with yourself, reward yourself or do the activities that, you know, make you feel rewarded. Um, And yeah, if you know your motivation style, you're already setting yourself up for, you know, better motivation moving forward. Yeah, for sure. What would you say your motivation style is, Jess? Um, I think that I am extrinsic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Jess, you're doing a good job. You're amazing. <laughs> you, every day I'm so impressed with everything you do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm like seeing things about myself. I feel like I, I have different areas of my life that feel very extrinsic. And then I have other areas of my life that feel intrinsic. So I, I honestly feel like when I, can identify what the different goal is or what the different thing is that I'm trying to complete. It's like, I have to set myself up to complete it in different ways based on like 
oh, this is for reward. And I know that this is beneficial for, you know, something coming back at me or my family, or just like, I have a goal to go accomplish hiking this, you know, awesome mountain. Cause I know I'm going to feel just so, you know, internally awesome when I complete it. Yeah. So sometimes you can be both. And I just think we need to not be embarrassed if we are somebody that needs like external validation. That doesn't make us like a weak or like needy person. It's okay. And, no. and the people around you know that you like it when you praise them and, you, and you're told by them that you're doing a good job, right? Like it's a, it's a good thing. So it's important for us to kind yes. of- Yes. I, I don't mind admitting to that at all. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I think it's totally fun to have people be like, wow, I see what you're doing. Great job. Or like, it's you that you accomplished this goal. That was great. I think it's awesome. It's yeah. so motivating. <laughs> I know. I love it. Okay. So mine on this list is to minimize stress in your life because I talk about this in almost every episode too, because stress is just, it is, it does a number on mm-hmm. us, right? So mm-hmm. I want to, again, like just really emphasize that it is okay to say no to things that you don't feel like you can handle right now. It is okay, mm-hmm. girls. Like say no. Every once mm-hmm. in a while, maybe practice saying it like twice as much as you're saying yes and see if that can um, improve your life. But because if you have people that are constantly trying to put like too much on your plate, which that happens. People, the more you yeah. say yes, the more people are going to ask you to do things for them. It's important for us to learn how to say Maybe another time. Like you don't have to always say no. And we had an episode about this as well. Um, but a good thing to say is, um, let me think about that. Like, let me give some time to see if that would work into my schedule. Some people feel like awkward about saying that. So I do like the phrase, like, well, I would love to do that another time. That sounds awesome, but just right, not right now. And you know, or like you could say, Yeah, I wish I could do this, but I just don't have time at the moment. All of that. That's, that's, I think, so yeah. important for us because if we are constantly in this like stressed out because we're trying to keep up with everything we've said yes to, that chronic stress is one of the top destroyers of our motivation. Mm-hmm. Another thing, Cody, is exercise. So when you're feeling like all you want to do is sit on the couch and munch on potato chips, and exercise probably isn't the most appealing thing, but just getting up. And being active can actually help boost your enthusiasm profoundly. And exercise is also essential for the health of your brain and body. So get yourself up off the couch, get your shoes on, get them tied up and get out on a run or a hike or engage in some of your favorite form of exercise every single day. It's so true. Go dance, dance in your living room, right? Yeah. All right. Also, <laughs> Jess and I have this like, we've been saying it to each other a lot lately, but we're like, eat the elephant one bite at a time, right? And so basically, mm-hmm. what that means is take each task one at a time. So you may have a list of things to do that's a mile long, but remember that you just need to take one task at one, you know, one at a time, because otherwise, if you look at the whole list and you're like, I got to get all this done, um, you're mm-hmm. going to feel defeated because by the end of the day, it's almost impossible to accomplish everything on a to-do list. So instead just kind of break it into maybe the top three things that are most important for you to do that day instead of the top like 30 things that you should be doing. Yep. yep. And then once you finish the task, cross it off and and then that gives you this little sense of accomplishment. Um, I usually like to call my to-do list my best day lists because I think of the I three things that. that would, if I could get these things accomplished, it would be like the best day. And it makes it really fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, last is reward yourself. So every time you meet a goal, reward yourself for your accomplishments. Remember, it's the little things that make staying motivated a more manageable task, such as a hot bath, 
a night out with friends or a new outfit. And I love little rewards. I love even breaking up a goal into mini goals and giving myself little rewards along the way. And like you said, biting off one little piece at a time. So if you set a goal, take a little bit at a time, reward yourself, a little bit at a time, reward yourself. And I feel like then the big goal just seems way more manageable. Oh, so true. Well, I love, I'm, I'm like loving it. Our, the, all these tips that we've come up with, I hope our audiences loved it as well. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to move on, but I just want you to know that if you guys are looking for ways to boost your motivation, just know that taking care of your health is one of the best ways to reach whatever goal that you have in front of you. Um, it's important. We know it's a holistic approach, a healthy mind and body are so much more capable of coping with everyday stresses and anxieties. And if we are just taking a daily, we're making a daily effort to take care of both mental and physical health, then what we're going to be able to do is um, we're going to have, we're going to be less likely to feel anxious and we're going to be more likely to be able to stay optimistic in all kinds of situations. We're going to be much more adaptable human beings, much more adaptable women. And that's what we really want, right? Yep. And Mixers is on a quest to help boost motivation and a sense of person in all women. So to help us achieve our goal, we offer a variety of delicious, organic, and gentle products designed to help women thrive in both body and mind. So give one or more of our female-formulated products a try today. We hope that most of you have tried something from Mixers or you know get get ready with the tool of our products to get out into the world and feel like a total boss yeah. and I mean, while you're at it come and bring along some friends who are struggling too and help get each other you know motivated and feeling happy come join us in our community let's get out and let's change the world we've totally got this girls so thank you for being here today and we love these episodes with each of you and we hope that you're feeling motivated to get out there and get after life. Let's go.